I think when people are like afraid to get into reading books and stuff and they're like, well, you know, I feel like I can never pay attention. I'm like, that's okay. Like that's going to happen a lot. Like yeah. I, I read a bunch of books now. It still happens all the fucking time. I'm like, well, what? it's probably, it's probably worse than us these days just due to like electronic devices and stuff, of you know? But even like, I remember even being younger and doing that all the time where I'd like read something and be like, wait a sec, what the fuck did I read? I got to read that whole page again. Because I was thinking about like this play at football practice earlier in the day or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something completely random. Dude, it happens to me like right now, like reading a book and I'm like, I was just thinking about work for that whole page. <laughs> something, I read something and it made me think about work and now I'm thinking about work for the last Back. He's got a tossed salad and some scrambled eggs. So hey, what's up? Okay, I still don't. We still don't understand <laughs> don't what that theme that song shit. means. What is that fucking? What to do with this tossed salad and scrambled eggs? He does like call it again. Does he? Doesn't he realize drunk food? Like, what, what's the deal with that? I don't know, but like, you can't put the words tossed salad <laughs> in your scrambled <laughs> eggs, bro. Lick my ass and scramble these eggs, baby. That's my salad, and let's eat some eggs. (laughs) 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 Oh, fuck it. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck it. Can you die from shaving your ass? How long does it take to eat a bag of dog food? Give or take. Do you think you could do a dog food eating con? No, you couldn't. I'll tell you that right now. You could. You suck at eating. You're good at eating human food, but when it comes to dog food, you like you eat your portion. Like that's it. You're the weirdest dog I've ever had. You're a weirdo. Very cute Like anything's changed for me in Toronto, though. I think patios closed and, and like personal hair salon type places. Yeah. So I mean, we're back in it. Those people. Back but, in the thick of it. Yep. All right, buddy. What time is it? It, my friend, is episode time. It is 2:57 p.m. What do we got going on here? Are we April 11th already? 2021. Yep. Jesus Christ! Welcome to episode 29 of yep. the fucking A podcast. My name is Matt. This is Dan. How you doing, brother? Hi, Matt. I'm hanging in. I'm living. Hanging in there? You're that, living, you're that Simpsons poster? I am. Cat. Yeah. yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm the kitty that's hanging in. <laughs> oh, how you doing, buddy? What's uh, what's new? What's good? What's oh, changing? Sh- literally just back on lockdown. So it's like, okay, do I sleep all day and watch documentaries on the couch? And, yes. you know, and it also rains. So, I mean, it's <laughs> there goes that. 
So I actually ended up, you know, I got home from work at like three, four in the morning or whatever. And then I stayed up, I think till like nine, I woke my girlfriend up and I went to sleep bags. And then we ended up just hanging out. I got McDonald's breakfast. <laughs> Fucking it was bomb, dude. It was bomb by about nine o'clock though. I'm like, all right, I, I, I need to sleep and pass the fuck out. And so then we just had a chill day of documentaries and, and couch sprawling. So all in all, I mean, so you're expanding your mind while you're. I am. Time, right? I am completely wasting my time and loving every second of it. It's I'm great. Just, I was thinking about something the other day, and I'm like, you know, uh, you know, so much of the things we talk about in the show, right? Like we find dumb shit on the internet, we find funny stories, right? You yep. know, weird stuff. But you know, we've been doing this show for like seven months, right? And we haven't had the opportunity to like. Like we, we've been doing this through lockdowns, right? In the winter and all this mm -hmm, stuff that, mm -hmm. that like the long-term view of the show for the two of us, to me, it's like, we, we haven't even had the opportunity to like riff on life because we can't really <laughs> get out into it right now. I haven't you know had I mean? life experience, man. Exactly, right? <laughs> like, like the only, the only stories we could tell are like work stories and neither of us are really permitted to do that. So yeah, we exactly. can't, so we don't. So, so basically, so I'm like, you know, there's the potential in the future is, is, it's only going to get better, right? Like we're, we're, once we get back to regular life and we start seeing dumb shit, like we're going to be able to tell those stories here. So I can't fucking wait. Yeah. I can't fucking wait till I go to like, you know, theme parks again. And I see like kids drop their ice cream on the ground and like watch Why? them cry. And I laugh. Always coming back to the kids at the theme parks. You really hate kids. I at hate, theme them. Parks. hate them. Hate them with a passion. I mean, think about it though. Like the kids dropping his ice cream on the ground. He cries. That's the worst thing that's ever happened to him. And he's devastated. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just trying to have a good time. And this guy's literally having an existential crisis. Like yeah. I'm okay, man. I'm all right. Somebody, it's like shit. a Shakespearean play for these kids, right? Like someone should write like Shakespeare plays, but like for kids experiencing the worst moment of their life, like stubbing their toe for the first time. Like, what pain I feel oh, it in my foot. <laughs> Yo, I feel so bad for kids now growing up with social media and all this stuff. Cause like every moment of their life's recorded when we were kids, our parents had to take out like big ass hand cameras and shit. So it was like more yeah. of a thing. It would be like, okay, we're doing the birthday cake. Get the video camera. You know what I'm saying? Where now it's like, Hey, look, Billy fucking fell down. <laughs> Better film it. Ah, ha, ha. Upload it to his Instagram account. We got to get him some followers. That's how, that's how baby Grant came to be. Right. Yeah. It's kids. I think nature start him a profile. Film him commodify him <laughs> monetize Sell optimize him. Oh. chris hansen what are you doing get away <laughs> oh, get out of here oh, oh dude God. i've been watching so much to catch a predator recently on youtube i don't know why but it's okay. such a good show okay. it's such a good show okay dude. i'll tell you what you need to you need to start picking out good ones and then bringing them back here okay. oh okay i got i got a great one right off the top of my head this good. is one fucking guy they call him the mickey mouse predator because his voice is like this and any <laughs> yeah dude so when you have this guy trying to explain his way out why of like he fucking showed up at this house after having explicit you know text conversation right, yeah. with a with a girl who's like i am 12 <laughs> oh cool have you ever had sex before it's like you are okay like you've admitted and yeah, understood that she's FBI 12 agent just like yeah. sipping a coke like look at this fucking guy like, come on just wanted you to take a seat right here and they always do they always are like sure let me tell you everything about what i was doing okay this one okay this one fucking guy this one fucking guy comes in dude he's got like a cane i think he had a cerebral palsy yeah, so he's like a 45-year-old guy with cerebral palsy, right? That brought, like, uh, a, a hair trimmer. So he's, like, telling this girl, like, he wanted to shave her and stuff like that. So he gets there, and then they're like, why don't you have a seat right here? Well, he's already sitting because he's got cerebral palsy <laughs> and a cane, right? So okay. he's sitting in the chair, and Chris Hansen comes in. And then Chris Hansen's just like, what are you doing here? And this guy literally sits down and spills his entire life story to Chris Hansen. They fucking take him to the cop shop. 
they sit him down in a room where he doesn't even think he's fully talking to the police because he's just like, I, I, I guess he's not fully intelligent enough to understand this. So says okay. everything about how he's like, I might have some child pornography on my computer. And like, I, I've done this before, but like, I haven't ever slept with him and this and that. And like, I brought the lube and the, the shaver. So, and he say, and the dude, the cop literally at the end of it slaps him on the back. He's like, well, good luck, buddy. Cause he's like, I got everything I need. <laughs> yeah, like, like, how do I go? Like, you ever have a bad day at work? You ever have a day at work at like a tough job and it's just everything? Everything lines up. That's so the cops just like, oh, how am I gonna? Oh, oh, this everything is everything I need. Thank you, thank you. Breeze. Do you have any child pornography? You do. Oh, like, where oh, okay. on your hard drive? Oh, oh, you'll oh, just look give us the is. hard drive. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. And the guy's like, I'm too honest. And I'm like, you are, dude. Like, what are you? What are you doing, bro? <laughs> like, what are you doing? His lawyer's just like, oh, uh, lay up, like, lay up, dog. Like, what do you plead? Like, I guess, like, not, you know, like, oh, you got to plead. You have to plead guilty. Yeah, but or like, how do you defend that? Like, he, you know, doesn't have the, the, you know, has some mental capacity, capacity thing. Yeah, to be like, like, he just admitted it and hand us all the evidence. Like, I know I got to try something. They pay me for this. Yo, and there's one other guy, dude, that got caught before by Dateline NBC and Chris Hansen. So he got caught by the same uh, like sting operation like a week before. Dude, check this out. No, it's a month or two before. He had court on the Thursday and it was like the Saturday and he got caught in another Chris Hansen sting in the city. I swear to God, dude. I Yeah, exactly. What? Nice. Defeated just, are you kidding me, bro? Are you kidding? Even in the chat logs where they're talking to the decoys, literally says, LOL, I got caught before. Like, are you cop? Oh, okay. No, good. Okay. And then up he shows on fucking Saturday. Wow. Wow. Uh, and the thing is, by Chris Hansen twice. That's got to be some sort of, that's got to be a record of some dude, sort. His, his opening line is, you were just in court on Thursday. Like, <laughs> like what are you doing here? Oh, man. I I'll end it with somebody. This. I'll end it with this, walk. bro. Okay, go ahead. Go nuts. I, they look exactly like what you would expect child predators to look. Every single yeah. one of them. It, it's terrible. Obviously, it's cherry pick because there's probably more that don't make the the TV edits. But right, yeah, they probably don't pick all the like handsome oh, George Clooney looking perverts that they're like. No, no. they picked the Mickey Mouse guys. <laughs> no, we don't want anybody getting that like Ted Bundy thing where they're like, well, he is kind of cute. Dude, there's a guy on YouTube that that reads the To Catch a Predator transcripts in the voices of those guys and the mickey mouse oh, no. one is just awful dude just awful be like, oh, oh, this is why you this is why you're you're the youtube shaman i send you in there <laughs> do you like do you like games like what do you like to do oh do you like anal <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck man like, it just like and subscribe reading. like and subscribe <laughs> to my channel <laughs> jesus christ fuck i actually was walking home uh a little while ago and i was walking up the street and this lady came around the corner and like you know i mean you know because especially when you live in toronto like you can tell when there's a person that's coming to your your general oh, area yeah. who you're about to have an interaction it's with. a vibe but yeah like the second like you're like this person's going to interact with me in some way and i don't know i don't know it but it's about to she just comes around the corner she's got like a mask down around her chin she's just got a look on her face of like i don't know there's there's the wires all disconnected inside her cranium and as i walk by she just looks at me and she goes hey and I'm like, mm -hmm, hi, like, it's just like, uh, I, I'm trying to avoid this. And as I walk by, I just hear from behind me, what are you, a fucking cop? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's yes. exactly Shut what I am. Shut your up and like, I am. 
you imagine? <laughs> like up against the wall now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dude, vigilante. I'm keeping these streets safe. Like, yeah, I'm a cop. I'm walking around with headphones in, like in you know a hoodie on a residential street. Fucking, you know, that's, that's I told what you about I'm that doing. woman with the screwdriver right at the bus stop at like two in the morning. I, I think so. I think so. I don't know if it made the edit of the last episode or two. Yeah, maybe it shouldn't. Maybe it shouldn't. Yeah. It's just crackhead drama at three in the morning in the downtown streets of Toronto. Yeah. Be safe out there, people. Be please. safe. Please, please. <laughs> no, but that's, that's quite a diversion to the start of the episode we got on there, right? That's yeah, for real, right? We also, do, we also do news articles on this we podcast. Also, <laughs> we also <laughs> talk about things. That... We got all sorts of stuff, really. But what shit. So, okay. So, this is what you said, episode 29. You're, 29, you're my official encounter. 29. 29. Okay. Again, thank you. <laughs> Ten minutes in, but thank you for listening, everybody. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for joining us in the you know for another another hour of this endless conversation we're in here. But I got something to share with you and our listeners because this is just, I mean, we're always about that brand synergy, right? We're about we're about brand the fusion. new brand fusion, you know, interesting marketing ideas because we're always looking for a little, a little inspiration. Now, this actually came from my brother. He was who texted me yesterday to tell me about this. And uh, and I, I have to thank him. Thanks, bro. Um, because this this is just wonderful. So D- David nodding his head in the back. Yeah. Head. Yeah. He's That's he's right. listening to this on the subway ride home from getting yelled at, <laughs> getting yelled at at his job all day. Um, so he, he sends me this thing and and I immediately looked it up and I, I didn't regret it. So if you go on Spotify now, actually, I don't know, you know, for, for Canadians, you'll probably know this, but but Americans, I'm not sure if this store exists in America. So if you go on Spotify and if you search the grocery store, yeah, follow me here. You search the grocery store, No Frills, okay, on Spotify. You and I have been to No Frills. We both shop at No Frills, right? No Frills, baby. No Frills. So if you go on Spotify and search No Frills, you will find the full, like, 14-song album that was created for this grocery store. It's it's an it it first fire. of all absolute fucking fire beats like fourteen <laughs> no frills fourteen songs just like uh, just bangers end to end bangers these songs but they're all about grocery shopping okay and they're all about specifically grocery shopping at no frills and and taking advantage of their deals. Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever seen the commercials over the past couple of years. No frills calls their shoppers uh, hashtag haulers, right? Because you get a haul <laughs> of groceries. That. I so didn't know that the album centered around their 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 deals, a lot of their sales, and in eighty eight cents. That's like one of their little trademarks is the eighty eight you know eighty eight sales. I guess mm-hmm. the you know haulers coming in to to capitalize on the. So this album is is all like hard banging beats with lyrics that are all about grocery shopping. No frills went to the fucking extreme here. It's, it's, an, it's an incredible album. It is amazing. You had a chance to just hear a little bit of it before we start, you know, I, right? Literally, just before we pop this on, I, I listened to the first track, Bananas. That shit, that shit goes in. It is bananas, it goes, right? The rapping, the rapping is, uh, leaves a little to be desired, but the beats, are, the beats come with the heat. The beats well, come with the fire. That's a little bit, that song, that's the lead-off song, but that's also probably got the least lyrical content. Now, I, 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 I I brought a little transcription that I went and did myself. Oh, yes. Yo, hit me. Hit me. Okay. So, so first of all, some of the best songs, obviously bananas. Uh, I, I fuck with uh, Express Lane. That's my favorite. Express and also Lane. there's right. a song called Always, which, you know, not so direct, but trust me. All right. So from Express Lane first, I'm going to read the lyrics to you here. 
you can tell by the size of my bucket or sorry, you can tell by the size of my basket. I'm thinking about KFC now with the buckets, right? <laughs> but just wait, you just, just hold that thought as well, by the way, read the damn lyrics, man. Express lane. You can tell by the size of my basket getting stuck in the line ain't for me. You can tell by the weight of my wallet, the hall so small, but I'm saving like a boss. And even when I'm rushing, I'm all about the saving. Grab some deli meats. Now it's time to get into the express lane. Never more than 16 items. Items. Express lane. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now imagine like a trap beat going behind Christ. it. Or just go to your Spotify. Pause this show. Head over. Pop on the No Frills album and, and enjoy for like a solid hour. You know, yo, I'm a I'm a no frills shill, bro. I fucking love that store. For anybody that, again that doesn't live in I don't know in Ontario or Canada, no frills is like literally exactly what it sounds like. It's no frills. There's it's like bare shelves, like the it's like almost in like warehouse style shelves. So it's not like a pretty grocery store in comparison to like the more expensive blah blah metro shit. So with that being said, you walk in, that shit's cheaper because the place they're there for you. They're there for you, bro. Right. How many times have you been there and there's like a nice dude that's high as fuck, maybe like, I don't know, 21 years old working the night shift. You ask him where a box of stuff is and he particularly points to the left here and shows you exactly what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. AKA mm -hmm. my friends, literally all my friends in fucking high school worked at those places. So I'd be like, yo, what up, doc? You want to smoke a joint behind the dumpster before you go to work? But all right. The other thing about <laughs> No Frills, right, is that like it's very minimalist that like everything there, they, a lot of grocery chains, I don't know if this is the same in other places or in the States, stuff, but like here in Canada, at least from what I remember, most of the grocery store chains have like their own, like no name brand line of products that they sell at each grocery store. And No Frill sells literally a brand called No Name and everything is packaged in just yellow with black text. So like you buy like flour, it's just a yeah, big heart, solid yellow bag with just the word flour on it. No like designs or branding or logos or nothing. It's just minimalist. So the store is minimalist. Their, their deals are, are fire. They, they sell nothing but like really basic designed products that are just like, what are you buying? This is, that's what it is. No, no bullshit. Literally no frills. Like, you know what the best part is? I don't even have to Google this. I can probably guess this. It's probably owned by the same giant conglomerate yeah, it's owned that owns by, expensive grocery stores. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it is. It's owned by Loblaws. Of course it is, is, isn't it? Exactly. Of, is of the fancy is. end. So, like, basically, their advertising campaign is, like, taking shots at the other companies in the Umbrella that Corporation. they own. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, I got another sample of lyrics here. This is from Bag It Up. Which I'll, Ooh, I, I'll, right. I'll give you all an right. example of how the song goes. It's kind of, it starts off and it just, it's like an old yin yang twin song. It's like, boom, 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 back it up, boom, boom. Oh, boom, excellent. Back excellent. It up. All right, excellent. So get ready because this is, this is, this is, again, fire, straight fire. You're going to need a bag if you're hauling every day. So I use my hauling bag to carry all the weight because when I'm on the haul, I'm saving. No frills at the mall. Free parking. Doesn't rhyme, but uh, it's kind of hard to make grocery store music, I guess. Right. So you can buy a bag, but why? Let's save some nickels. You bring your own bag or buy them individual. Reducing all the waste got me feeling fantastic. Always bring my bags and reduce, yeah, reduce the plastic. The plastic. Yeah. To bag it up. Bag it up. Now, the other verse here. Just right, because it's all about bags, right? And there's more mm -hmm. than one verse. These aren't simple. Th these are songs, right? So, so buckle up for this one, my friend. 
tote bag, fanny pack, briefcase, basket, beach bag, drawstring, wheelie bag, classic, shoulder bag, messenger, barrel bag, purse, lunch bag, satchel, doctor's bag, or nurse. Woo. Damn. I'm just here oh. for some bananas, bro. Banana. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's 14 songs. There are the various lyrics about, there's one all about different spices. It's called Spicy. It's all about oh, talking excellent. about wasabi and cumin and all the things you can put in your food. <laughs> it's, it's fucking amazing. It's an amazing album. Please check it out. Wasabi, human, Zuckerberg's not human. Ugh. Hey, you're careful, man. They might hit you up, right? No. Um, I, I our own songs. I, that's what I was about to say. Is we need to put our own shit out, Doc. But I think I think a, a bunch of companies have done this now. Like Wendy's, I think, had an album fucking a couple places now. They're trying to be popular with the kids, yo. All right, so I dug a little deeper, okay? So apparently in 2017, No Frills went and picked up a new advertising firm, right? They, they Okay. This is not a mistake. All this not crazy surprised. Shit. They've not also, surprised. if you haven't seen like on the commercials here in Canada, they get all these like crazy, like hardcore beats playing over like crazy anime, like people shopping and yeah. like fucking like like superpowers, like pulling shit into their carts and stuff. It's the, their advertising game is is even more fire. So apparently in 2017, they went and hired a new advertising firm that's called John Street, which unsurprisingly, as, as you might guess, is based out of Toronto and is located on John Street. But the advertising firm is just called John Street. Now, oh, OK. They're, they've been behind the No Frills brand and the associated like no name products that that no frill sells mm -hmm. so they've been they've been rocking all these crazy advertising campaigns but my friend guess who they started to represent in canada as of 2019 guess what brand can what what brand kfc kfc they did didn't Motherfucking they KFC. Oh, it's all coming together it's all coming together you see how this shit came together <laughs> Fucking oh my god! Oh, blitz marketing they fucking use. Just, just be wild and crazy. It fucking works. Here's the data. Yeah. Like, yeah oh dude. shit! It actually does. So since so, so I expect free marketing from them, right? Like they want to fire up, you know, Canada's funniest podcast, right? Like, Come hit us up. We can't Come pay for up. it, but if you know you got an intern who wants to work on some skills, like we'll help you out. <sighs> oh, by the way, we're gonna we're also going to speaking of Spotify playlists, right? This is an idea we floated. But we're gonna we're gonna create all, all the music that plays at the start of the show and the end of the show, all that copyrighted shit that we can't make money off of. Mm -hmm. We're gonna create a fucking a Spotify playlist of all the songs we've ever used that are available on Spotify, of course, because I'm we've had a couple of weird, I don't mm -hmm. know if come up out the water <laughs> looking it like is, geez, is it, it is. on Spotify? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know I'm bummed. Interior that shit. crocodile alligator. Of course, on there too? of course. Really? Man. <laughs> How dare you speak ill of Chip the Ripper? Yo, no, no. Everything's on Spotify, right? Actually, I mean, King Chip, formerly known as Chip the Ripper. Okay. Okay. But uh, <laughs> we're going to build that playlist and, and then for, for fans of the music. Yeah. We got to make it easier for Warner Bros. and the other people to just have an right. exact hit list of like, okay, we could sue you for these 38. And I know this guy's lawyer, so we'll call him and let him know. Heads up. Hey, you got some money to collect over here. Thank you for organize our, organizing our lawsuit for us. You guys are really considerate. But please check out the No Frills album, folks. I'm telling you. Now, you won't regret it. I, the internet is an amazing place, man. You know, yep. you got the haven of these fucking meme shit culture that we live in now. But when we grew up, Yahoo Answers was the shit. 
Yahoo Answers was yep. the place where people could ask questions that, you know, they might have been scared to ask in real life and they needed How do answers. I tie like, my shoes? Exactly. Or am I pregnant from, you know, anal sex? It's like stupid shit like that. You don't, dude, uh, Yahoo Answers is hilarious. The sad part is, the sad part is, it will no longer be a part of the internet. Yahoo Answers, a haven for the confused, will officially be shutting down, my friend. Oh, no. So uh, I didn't know this, but they're owned by Verizon Media, uh, but they'll be shutting down the question and answer service and deleting its archives on May 4th. So the Internet itself has just expanded so wide that these these needs are filled by other websites like Reddit, ass, Reddit right. spots, other Twitter places, all that stuff. But Yahoo Answers ended up really just being a troll place. And I fucking had a blast going through it when I was younger. But in honor of them closing down, I did a little homework and found some great questions. So I've got oh, a list of some questions yes. for you that either yes. some are some will be rhetorical just because of the nature of the question. It is, but some uh, maybe we could actually talk about an answer. So, all right, I got a bunch here. Let's go through here mm -hmm. now, Dan. Right. Yep. Can a spider legally own a gun? Yes. No, you. Can, yes, uh, eight of them. Imagine an eight, <laughs> uh, eight, eight gun spider. Oh, no. he needs something to stand on. So okay, six, so six. Yeah, six, six shooters. Nine. Yeah, yeah, and you six, call them like <laughs> six shooters. I got six six shooters, but I got eight feet. <laughs> you know, like, all right. Uh, if you die in Canada, do you die in real life? That's a great question. Well, okay, us, us Canadians know. I mean, right. no, yeah, no. It's just you know, you respawn you in a in a real country as a hooser. <laughs> no, you just you respawn in the outskirts of Canada. And you're like full on right. Canadian now. All right, here's a little more introspective one. If you fart in a jar and close the lid, will it still smell a long time later? And wouldn't it be funny if you put a ribbon around the jar and gave it to people who made you mad as a gift? Update. No, I am not 12. I am nearing 30. This is a serious question. <laughs> Thank you very much. I just nearing added 30? It was you. <laughs> it was me all it along. Was you. Uh, I just added that last part because it would be funny to give someone a fart in a jar as a gift. Obviously, you have no sense of humor because everyone thinks farts are funny. I know. I, <laughs> just like, Did we get an actual answer? Can can you jar? No, I, I, don't, for later I, I don't have answers for these ones. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Email the podcast. By the way, if anybody has experience in jarring their farts, please email the podcast. FNEH podcast at gmail.com. Tell us what want, happened. Give us your scientific. Want, I don't want to find out, man. All right. This one, you're going to smell one. it. They're just going to email us. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one intrigued me. Okay. Where can I buy a frog? In brackets, not for sexual reasons. Brackets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the market for a frog, but I don't know where or what kind of frog I want to get. I would like the frog, brackets, not for sexual reasons, bracket, to be blue. Any information is helpful and thanks in advance for people who may help me on my journey to acquiring my dream pet. Now, what the fuck do you have to specify not for sex? Bro, if you just said, hey, I yeah. need to get a frog, like, I would have been like, oh, word, okay. <laughs> like, where I can mean, you get a frog? I mean, the second you start being like, it's not for sex, I'm like, well, now I think it's for sex. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, oh, there are I... blue frogs, as as I've just Googled. I didn't, I didn't know that was a real thing, but, you know, nature's weird, so. Be careful with typing blue and then another word after it. Google can uh, Google can throw you for some loops there. How can I blow frogs? I mean, <laughs> shit, I need a blue frog. Uh, how can I get back at my mom without eating clay? I eat clay when I get angry at my mom. Like this one time I was mad at her, so I posted some bad things on her Facebook, and then I ate clay from her creative room. <laughs> That'll show her. That'll show her. 
Oh, here we go. Here we go. Can gunshot residue particles pass through latex gloves? If I was to shoot something with a Smith & Wesson 38 revolver, <laughs> would, would the police be able to tell with a gunshot residue test, even if I were wearing gloves? Please, no flipping answers. This guy's serious business, bro. Yeah, he's he's on the clock. He's, I got to uh, know now. I got to know. Oh, uh, fuck, man. Some of these are good, though. Should scientists give octopi bones? Now, that's a question. That's a fucking question, man. Like, like put insert them into the <laughs> yeah, body so give they them can... bones, bro. Fuck cloning things. <laughs> We're gonna give things bones that shouldn't have bones. Maybe, maybe the problem. Maybe we are held back by our bones, and the <laughs> octopus are are truly octopi. Are truly. Is yeah, it octop- the rulers. Of- octopi is plural. Yeah, man. Is it okay? It's yeah. the octopi who are truly free. I see. You also watched the documentary, My Octopus Teacher. Uh, I didn't, but okay. <laughs> oh, I le- you can learn a lot from the octopus. The octopi. Well, no, this specific one. Specific. Oh, okay. I am I am referring to a specific in this instance. That would be singular. Octopi would refer right. to the, the vast majority. Welcome no, to fucking A English lessons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We do geography sometimes as well. Occasionally. We're oh, that's the feature of the show. So we're gonna we're gonna replace the massively underfunded and crumbling public education system with just podcasts. That's what kids yeah. will do. They'll sit at home on their computers and listen to us all day as we educate them about the world. And just read them Yahoo answers and Yahoo questions. <laughs> yeah. For example, like, can I bring frozen pizzas in my carry on or hold in hand? Question mark. <laughs> like on a flight? <laughs> yeah, on a flight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how do I get a haircut similar to Joseph Stalin without showing the girl who cuts my hair a picture of Joseph Stalin? <laughs> Photoshop. Oh, yeah, I just get the haircut and just like put it on somebody else. It looks all <laughs> fucked up. Though. Yo, she gives you a Photoshop haircut. What's seriously? with this black? Why is the hair black and white? But it's got Brad Pitt's face. I don't understand what I'm looking at. You get your haircut. Yo, this looks like it fits on somebody else's head, bro. What the fuck did you do? <laughs> just scramble right. the face out. Like, I want this. I some, what other good ones do I got here? Why is there smoke coming out of my belly button? Uh, <laughs> uh can you milk gushers to make fruit juice? Can I cook raw? <laughs> I mean, yes, but it's going to take you a really long time. <laughs> if I do, you go to a restaurant, you're like, yeah, can I get a fruit punch, please? And you look over and there's a girl opening a hundred packs of gushers. <laughs> there's got to be. Well, that's like pure. That's like pure sugar syrup in the middle, right? So like, don't you need to like water it down? So it's like 30%. Gushers oh, yeah. and then seventy percent water is that? Yeah, but you—they can't let you watch them do it, or you think, "Hey, right. you're ripping me off over there." What the <laughs> fuck? You only put three squirts. Okay, can I cook raw chicken in the microwave? Yeah, in the microwave. <laughs> in the microwave. Uh, what animal is Sonic the Hedgehog? Uh, <laughs> why do people with baguettes think they are better than me? Is uh... maybe they are. Maybe they are. I think they are. I think yeah. they are. They're they're people of class. Have you ever if made you, French? Especially if it's in a if it's in a paper bag. Oh you're yeah, carrying it like football Oof. style. Yeah. Look out! Look yep. the fuck out! Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you eat a hot dog in a fancy manner? Uh, fork and a knife. You think? Mm, if I if I went to a barbecue and someone was sitting down with a hot dog and ate it with a fork and knife, I like would immediately uninvite them. Now, would like, you have to? Do you have to remove the bun? You know, because we're all about hot dog eating here, right? As people, yeah, long time listeners will know. So, see, the I guess the etiquette would be to to remove it and then maybe like dip that bun in in water and (laughs) shove it down your throat. (laughs) 
<laughs> the proper etiquette of eating a hot dog is to is to yes, dip your bun in water, shove it in your eat seventy three of them in an hour as fast as you possibly can. Right. Oh man. Uh, well, I gotta say, rest in peace to Yahoo Answers. That's yeah. uh made me sad when I found that out. I saw that and I'm like, I have to go look up some shit here, man. Like, where are I we remember- going to? Where are we going to find the answers to all these ridiculous questions now? Probably I'll tell you where. <laughs> right here. Oh. Send us your ridiculous questions. Are you curious about anything in life? Hit us up. We'll help you out. Let All us about know. the advice. Yeah, man. Y'all even yeah. make a jingle for the advice section. <laughs> I'm waiting on these fresh beats. You're going to have to take a, a little bit of a cue from No Frills here. That's what I mean. We need a fucking A mixtape of beats all about podcasting and ridiculous stories. You know, we'll write a Just bunch of ranting. fire lines. Yeah. Just ranting. Yeah. Ranting through song and dance. Dude, just keep it in the back, keep it in the back pocket, you know. Mm, maybe what about we that brand fusion over here too. Right? You know, check check your email, that cult thing I talked to you about. You know, I mean we're gonna go that direction, all right? Yeah, we're coming out with an album and also yeah. an interpretive dance for all of you to follow. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we're gonna that's how we're gonna get into the TikTok game, right? We're gonna we're gonna get some yes. fire beats, but then with the matching dances, that's how we're branching into the TikTok game. And then this podcast can take over the world finally. Look, I told you I didn't want to do TikTok, but if it involves me just doing, you know, 30 second chain dances, I'm in. I'm in. Dances I'm that you created yourself? Yeah. It'll be like the baguette slide, you know. I'll just just like you know, you can have you can have different shit, dog. We can uh we can yeah. be preposterous with it. We can be we can be snobby. We can find that lane where it's like, uh, I'm too good for TikTok, but I'm still doing the TikTok, so it's like ironic, you know what I mean? Some postmodern right. shit. Right. Mm. Right. And then when you get your beats, you put your, some of those fire beats you've been creating behind it. Basic drum pattern MIDI beats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Auto tune, of course, because neither of us can really sing. So, I can't fucking sing. Right. I can't fucking sing. For right. shit, Independent though. artists looking to get a name for themselves and, and work for free. Hit us up. Yeah, you have to want to work for free, though. That's the yeah. that's the caveat. Uh, your payment is the exposure you're going to get from our, like, 14 listeners. Gosh. Shout out. Shout out, 14. Shout, shout out, out, India. Homies. Yeah, shout out, India. Keep, st- keep boosting our numbers, man. We appreciate you. <laughs> All right. So, okay. In the, in the same vein of, um, you know, shitty information on the internet, apparently, according to a study from McGill University, shout out, McGill, Misinformation about the COVID-19 pandemic is spreading from the United States into Canada. Shocking, I know. But the study shows that Canadians who use social media are more likely to consume misinformation and embrace false beliefs about COVID-19 and then subsequently spread them throughout our, our own country here. So the Americans are passing their shit to us and then we're spreading it around. Kind of like <laughs> the virus itself, essentially, which... <laughs> Oh, God. I, I don't even fucking I don't even engage people anymore in any of that social media shit, dude, in regards right. to fucking COVID. No, thanks. No fucking thanks for that exact reason. For that exact fucking reason. Right. Now, many Canadians believe conspiracy theories, poorly sourced medical advice and information trivializing the virus, even though news outlets and political leaders in the country have generally focused on providing reliable scientific information. So the point of that being apparently that. You know, unlike in America, where there's all these asshats in government, we have far fewer asshats on average. And yet it seems that the information, the misinformation is still spreading much faster than than actual concrete science. So the researchers analyzed the behaviors of 200,000 of the most active Canadian Twitter users 
which has to include me, and conducted surveys on news consumption habits and COVID-19 beliefs of Canadians. They find that those who use social media are relatively more exposed to United States-based information than domestic sources of information here in Canada, and that exposure to U.S. news outlets was associated with misperceptions about COVID-19. Shocking. 100%. Like, not even, like, ugh, exactly. Shocking. Uh, color me, color me this, shocked. This is, if we if we did video, you'd see our surprised faces. Right well, here's now. the th- it's, I think that nails it, though, is that, like, people, actually, I would say a lot of people our age, we kind of, like, skim the news for, like, the big headline, the one or two stories, and then other than that, people don't really go to news outlets. They spend all their time on social right. media and shit like that. So 100% you're consumed by all that shit, which we're fucking English-speaking people in North America, so it ends up being Canada and North America, basically, that we interact mm-hmm. with on Twitter. We're not interacting with, like, new, like, you know, fucking Mexico and shit like that. They tweet in Spanish. Same with, you know, all the yeah. other Asian countries and stuff. You ever t- stumbled upon like Korean oh, yeah. Twitter or something? Oh, yeah. You're just like, oh, wow, I, I there's a whole other side of the Internet that I don't even fucking participate this, in. Kinda, uh, right? Another side. There's like hundreds of sides. And well, like, there, you go. there you go. But like even on our side of the world, there's all sorts of communities that you can like stuff. I, I like to do that little rabbit hole every now and then where you click a tweet and you click a profile and you click a tweet and you just kind of like 10 steps later, you're in like some weird like subsection of, of Twitter. And you're like, These people are actually spending their time here like doing this all day this it, you can find all sorts of insane shit especially on twitter because it's so much oh, more fuck yeah. raw than than a lot of other platforms but get this all right so apparently in canada we're, we're some of the heaviest social media users one out of two people are on instagram five out of six people are on facebook two out of five are on twitter twitter is still mm. batting pretty low so Apparently, Canadians pay special attention to American media. On average, they follow three times as many Americans as they do Canadians and then retweet the Americans eight times more often. Come on, people. Show some love for Canada. Yeah, especially Canadian podcasts who are here to make you laugh and make you think and make you feel better. They make you realize that your life is filled with crippling existential dread. Yes. Yeah. And we're on a spinning fireball through the fucking universe right now. Uh, <laughs> we're not at all. That's actually the that's the that's the dumbed down version. That's we're the, not doing anything. We're, we're just, just purple like, squares. We're, we're in ants a, on a rock. We're ants yeah. on a rock. We are grains of sand in the Sahara. The Mojave is nothing compared to my desolate wasteland of desert life. <laughs> we're gonna start uh, you a little spinoff show. You know, just. ASMR for just dread, though. (laughs) Everything is awful and you are sad. (laughs) Life is difficult and you're dying at all times. Wow. I'm getting sleepy. Don't stop, baby. From the moment you turn 18, your cells begin to dissolve and die. You are constantly shorting your telomeres. (laughs) The second we're born, we start dying. Oh, deep. Even the healthy cereals are bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. It doesn't matter how shredded you get. You'll never be shredded enough to make your parents worry about you. <laughs> Constant state of dread, bro. Oh, I feel for, I feel for that girl. It's, it's tough when, you know, when you're having a, when you're having a bad day, week, life, maybe even a bad stock portfolio. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Wang Long, a 34-year-old worker out in Baotou Steel out in Mongolia, decided that his stock portfolio was so bad, it was time to go missing. Oh. So he was at work one day, and he decided 
It's time to throw myself into a molten steel furnace. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. So this guy lost apparently more than nine grand US in his stock portfolio and was already in a shitload of debt. So this was kind of the final straw for him of like, I will never climb out of this. So in the surveillance footage that went around these, uh, these Chinese social media channels, basically you can see him like walk up to this glowing red furnace, stand there for a couple minutes, take his gloves and his safety helmet off and then hesitate a little bit more. And then just dive in, bro. Is it Straight one of those up. like giant tubs? Giant like furnace. Mo- exactly uh, what you're picturing oh, of molten my. steel. My man just took a dip. Isn't that like, isn't there like an action? Isn't like Terminator end with that? Like throwing. Yeah. Out- so he climbs out, except he, you know, that doesn't happen in real life. You have, I think you pretty much turn to steam. Right. <laughs> it's so fucking oh hot. You know, God. look, I've had some bad luck with the stocks lately too, but whoa. Uh. God, yes, like, I lost damn. like 70 bucks. It was awful. This yeah, ser- like- no, I see. I lost 70 bucks uh, like, like 100 I was playing around with. And I was like, fuck <laughs> this shit, I'm out. <laughs> fuck this shit, I'm out. Oh, I warned you. Money that's I came exactly what happened to me when I fucking started playing around with stocks. I swear it's rigged because the first few weeks I put like 200. I put like $200 on just to play around with to be like, let's, let's see if I can learn. Goes up to like 280. I'm like, look at me. I'm like, I got, I go right back down to 200. And I'm like, okay, I'm, it's like being at the casino. Yeah, man. You start winning and then you go back to what you came in. Let's stop there because before you know it, you'll be down to nothing. And you're like, fuck this shit. That's why I don't fuck oh, around gosh, with that shit. Doug, it's because you're not your, your paper hands. You're not I am definite. Hands. Oh, I am 100% paper. I'm so impatient. <laughs> sell, sell, sell. <laughs> Oh, you made seventy cents. Uh, Thanks. Okay, the commission <laughs> cost for the tra- commission cost for the trade is eight dollars and forty cents. Oh fuck! fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's, that's I'm I'm a chump, bro. There, I'm the guy that they make money off, and I'm aware yes. of that. This yeah. is what I preach. You just gotta know your fucking limit. You gotta know who you are, man. Know your limit. Know my limit. Yeah, exactly. I listen to those fucking commercials. I'm a winner. <laughs> I'm a gagnon. All right. Been a hot minute since I've even been in those. Stores I like and heard I like that. the Canadian references we make sometimes because we have a bunch of people in America listen to this and they're probably like, "What the fuck are these guys talking about?" Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is that shit? It's not like they'll a... never know the the jingle but, or the little tune that plays. Winner, Gagnon. And it's like it plays no matter what you win. Like if you win a million dollars or something, it'll play that. But if you win like a dollar and a free play, it's like winner. I think the million dollars doesn't make any sound. And it just is like see cashier. You'd be like, hey, run, take this and run. Sign the back. Sign the front. Sign the front and the back. I don't know. Sign the whole thing. Sign the whole fucking card. Yeah. You know, photocopy it. Fucking run. I think the oh, stores man. get a cut, right? So it's in their best interest for you to win. Do they get a cut? I think so. I think you get like a store winner fee. It's like nothing crazy, but like I think you do get some. Yeah. Don't they just send you like a billboard that's like some guy won money here? Uh, That, but I, I'm pretty sure you get a cut. There's like a winner fee for the big ones. It's like nothing crazy. Wow. It's not like a hundred grand or something. It's like it's oh. like two grand or something like small for the there's guys who win like a billboard. Like- kind of. Oh. I think... There's probably some people that go back to the store they bought it at because there's probably people that play the fucking lottery at like the same store every day for like 40 years. And they're like, you yeah. know what, Bill, you've been super good to me. You let me get away with not paying for my milk a couple times. Here's here's five grand. You're like, oh, thank you. Winner, get you on. a convenience store in the building I worked in that like I think a year ago, so like just before COVID, some person won like like a hundred grand in it and i was mm-hmm. like i used to buy like a couple of tickets here and there and after that i was like no, it's there. stop no, it's no not gonna happen gonna again. again yeah, yeah. It's, it's done the 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 luck is tapped out it's not I'm like a good. slot machine where one's gonna start paying out for a little while it's like no this this one's the winner it's out now it's gone 
Fuck slot machines. That shit just melts your money. We've talked about this before. We have. We are no. We are not gambling dudes. We're no. really not. For two dudes who are super into sports, we're like, man, play fantasy for like a little bit of money, and that's it. <laughs> like I'm good. The second I gamble, I lose. This pro line's not worth my fucking time. No, that's what I mean. Like I, the second I start gambling on sports, I'm like, well, there goes my money. Like if I did like a a, a parlay or something to be like, oh, I got five games, I would lose the first game every time. Just like, oh, it's already over. I guess my next, the rest of my night is free now because I learned about gambling you know. from my buddy's dad and not in a bad way, in a good way, actually. He never fucking, this dude, all he does is watch hockey. He's retired. Like the only thing he does is watch hockey, doesn't gamble ever. And every like three or four years, there'll be one game he'll go and put like a ridiculous amount of money on. He wins every single fucking time because he'll only gamble <laughs> when he is like, I'm 8,000% sure I know what's happening tonight. Right. And I don't care if I'm going to win out 50 bucks off it. I'm fucking winning 50 bucks off it. This is going down. So, and I'm like, all right, Jerry. And sure enough, he comes back smiling his ass off like, fuck yeah. What's money? <laughs> that's the way to do it, right? Like that's yeah, the thing man. that like even now where I'm like, I, you know, every year I'm like, I should just bet on the Super Bowl, right? Like one game a year. Yeah. Be like, fuck it. Let's see what's up. Do a couple of like prop bets or something. But I could never do the full time thing. No, I listen. You know? to- Listen to this, like this professional gambler talking about it's like, oh, I lost a hundred grand on that Super Bowl. I'm like, <laughs> like I want to just fucking vomit. Where's the molten fucking thing that Holy I can jump into? Shit, now. man. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. No kidding. No fucking kidding. Go see yeah. Wang Long. See where you can uh, jump in and melt your bones. Yeah, go find your near steel factory. Now apparently. in another uh violent news story, there's Ooh. been a chainsaw massacre in Surrey, UK. Okay. So late at night. The Surrey Chainsaw Massacre. It's a lesser yeah. known spinoff of the horror series. Late at night along the River Thames. Because I know how to say that because I lived in London, Ontario and got corrected by pretentious people. <laughs> Police are hunting a mysterious chainsaw massacre. His culprit or his target? Trees. This fucking guy has okay. been going down and cutting down trees randomly every night. This guy struck over 30 times in about 10 days, bro. Just cutting people's fucking big ass, like foot, foot thick trees down with a chainsaw in the middle of the night. So I say man, because of course, what fucking woman is doing this? It has to be a dude. There's no fucking woman running a chainsaw at three in the morning. Hey, you know hey I mean? now, we don't, we, you know, who knows, right? Maybe there's a, you know, some lumber enthusiastic no 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 who i'm not saying they can't i'm just saying you know very damn well they wouldn't (laughs) this is a dude for sure so along the two mile route between uh the upmarket walton on thames and waybridge uh this this random chainsaw massacre has been going down and fucking cutting down trees police have no idea why they started setting up extra patrols there's even been an elmbridge tree patrol group that's emerged with people working together to try and report and track you know when the trees have been cut at what times all that kind of shit what the fuck bro why why i always like so many questions yeah dude like weird crime stories where they're like this it's like wasn't there one? I don't even remember if I read it in the show, but I remember reading way back. This like somebody, somebody in like the states was just driving around this neighborhood and leaving old televisions on people's front. Porches. Yeah, we did You're talk like, about that. Why? Why are you doing? Why the fuck would you do this shit? <laughs> like, uh, is it, like it's uh, someone schizophrenia that thinks they're like actually accomplishing something or like they they're being a given a task. Maybe like I just there's something about that the chainsaw going through that wood just gets me. Gets me going. Think of the evolution of that one. There's this guy's like with his, you know, dad when he was a kid, and his his dad molests him in the forest, and they're cutting trees together. Now he's 
now he's into trees then he gets older but he doesn't want to act on it he doesn't want to act on it right so he starts just chainsawing trees in his backyard in the wood and he just gets hard just loves it the smell of the gasoline well i mean the the psychoanalytics of your uh <laughs> you but know. it evolves it evolves it can't stop there you know he can't just cut and starts backyard. by chopping wood is that what he's, you're saying he starts it's... making sure that he's cutting wood in places where people can see him cutting wood and then he realizes right. he's not into that but he gets off on destroying stuff He's evolving. So now he starts cutting in your backyard at nighttime when you're not around. When does it get to the point that he just kicks in your front door and starts fucking chainsawing your cabinets? Just <laughs> yes. Imagine that police report. Like, what happened? He came in. He was wielding a chainsaw. I was terrified. And then he just started going on my coffee table. Like, what? Yeah, he comes in. Fucking like... No, my coffee table's <laughs> fucking destroyed. Comes in like Jack from The Shining. Here's Philip. <laughs> Back out the door, like, just gone. Fuck? Oh, fuck. oh, weird crime. That's, a, that's I think that's a good category. That you know, we've got a few categories that we go to here. You know, imposters, and uh, I think weird crime is one. I've got, I've got a, I've got a, a one that falls into a category that I think we're sort of building on here, which is uh, strange animal uh, revenge on humans stories. Oh, so, yes, excellent. Apparently, in Michigan, in in the town of. Or, or in the county, actually, I don't remember what type of geographic description this is, but in Charlevoix, Michigan, they are having a bit of an issue with some turkeys who are apparently attacking people in that area. Gangs of angry, violent <laughs> gangs turkeys, of turkeys, yeah, are be are are, are harassing and and attacking people. So it's turning into a bit of an issue. Local authorities are advising residents. Do not feed the birds. I mean, come on. We, but here's the thing, right? Apparently, if you feed them in their mating season, I guess turkeys are apparently, according to this article, are, are like pattern-oriented creatures. So when okay. they're in their mating seasons, if if they think they're getting food from a spot, they'll just keep coming back. They're going to keep coming there, back, yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, that doesn't sound like a turkey-specific thing because I'm pretty sure like every creature every animal does that. in an urban food? center does food that. yeah, yeah that's every yeah, exactly. animal in history goes to the food so they're telling people to to stop feeding them also the authorities in the area are advising residents that if a turkey approaches you in an aggressive manner to make loud noises and scare them off yourself so you try to blow right back at them <laughs> and you like the you do the fucking bird flap you know you no, gotta look, don't you do look big don't make don't make turkey noises in return because then maybe you're speaking their language. You gotta assert like, dominance. Oh, yeah. But then I'm the bigger, I'm fucking, you know, I'm way bigger. My fucking armed wingspan's way fucking bigger. You start flapping, just going, they're gonna fucking get freaked out. What if what if you like insulted their mate and now they're like, you know, did you hear what I just said? Like Pet this fucker's knees. Yeah. <laughs> Get his gobbler. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so people in Michigan, be safe. If you see if you see a roving gang of turkeys, steer clear. No, that's no, that's exactly what you get. This is this is what you need to do. OK, you need to tape your penis up to your stomach and then you need to dip your balls in like red paint and just run out naked and just go <laughs> like a megaphone. Maybe some wings on. <laughs> just fucking scream at them. You know, buddy, it's good. That's the kind of advice that the people come back again and again for from you. You know, no, that's no, actually better. 
what's better is your penis can be the 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 fucking you know painted yellow and then your balls red and then paint your body the feathers do you know what i'm saying so you can run around like your your penis is at liturgy and you can just assert dominance just scream at them i can't imagine a way that that would backfire on somebody (laughs) i can't either when they immediately peck at you and you go down in the first strike actually (laughs) i've been having i've been having for for our canadian listeners I, i've been having issues with the geese this year man i don't know what's going on are you the cobra chickens flexing on you i don't know what's going on i've never had an issue but like two or three times now i'm walking down the street and they're they're doing that thing where they're like hissing and flapping their wings at me i'm like i got some bad juju going on or something this year but i keep getting these canada geese are, are aggressive towards dude, me right now geese. fuck dude we went to western this is the first time you've had issues with geese bro no they i mean flex- i've always look it's always been like if i steer clear of you and you steer, we're like we got a mutual thing but okay, now they're fair. like now i'm like going around them and they're like looking at me like what <laughs> Like, you gonna walk around? Like, oh, oh, hey, I don't want no trouble. You that big of a fucking bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I hate cobra chickens, bro. I fucking hate those bastards. I cobra hate chickens? So- You're cobra, gonna have dude, to dude, explain. Look at Google right now. on like While you're talking to me, Google a geese's teeth. Look at their mouth and what the fuck they look like. They are terrifying, bro. They're dinosaurs. Geese They're cobra teeth. chickens. Cobra <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what i thought that's what the fuck i thought man any of our listeners just google image search the words geese teeth and then it's enjoy terrifying. please enjoy the collection of photos that it <laughs> it's fucking horrifying bro they're like razor and they're like in like backwards to ra- oh they're terrifying that is terrifying amazing behavior. this is an amazing collection of photos this so is the next time a geese uh, next time a geese or goose whatever however many are around you fucking flexes on you think of those photos and you'll be you'll get out even faster man they're terrifying yeah now i know next time one approaches me i'll be like sir no i'm Coming sorry at you like fucking prince philip <laughs> wow wow <laughs> So, wow please direct all taste. your please direct all your hate mail to fneh podcast at please make note that that was matt who said that so should have said that my public a month, a month or so yeah that would have classed it up uh, wow. here's me i'm gonna end this episode showing respect to dmx and insulting prince philip <laughs> well we know where your allegiance lies you know uh, okay i got i got um i got another another scientific story for us here as we get as we get closer to the end here so a study published in psychology and marketing which you know regular reader of course you know can't get can't go without my monthly psychology and marketing you know reports and anyways so the study showed that consumers believed that female ai is both more trustworthy and more human and more likely to consider the unique needs of users how about that Hmm. so so a large Siri, eh? apparently a large scale study is the first of the kind, first of its kind about gendered AI and is key to understanding how current technology may objectify women. Follow me here. OK, so the preference for female AI is evident in the market today. Virtual assistants such as Siri and Alexa and robots such as Sophia, which you'll know what I'm talking about here. That's that weird, creepy robot that has all the gifts on the Internet of its weird facial expressions and it's like oh yeah half a head yes. like it's missing the back of its head it's only like the face Jesus Christ. that girl when you google her you'll know what i mean if yeah i know i already know when you do that facial expression so it says machines lack warmth and friendliness and humanizing technology makes users more apt to trust robots which of course why wouldn't we want to trust them more right especially <laughs> when the robots are female overall participants perceived human women as having more positive human qualities than human men for nearly all the variables in the study 
people made both subtle and blatant links between female robots and their human character. In healthcare services, female bots and chat bots were thought to give a more unique treatment solely based on their gender. In all cases, male bots were perceived to be less human. Really? So yeah. they say that women are more human than men when it comes to robotic technology. Eh? And honestly, they're, <laughs> they're probably right. I feel like the second I hear like a, a, a male voice, it'd have to be like very soft and nice. But then it would sound weird because if it's anything like hard and masculine, I'm like, it's hell. It's fucking hell. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's here to kill me. <laughs> fucking movie. And a movie gets made 40 years ago and now it's ruined male robots forever. Pretty much. Pretty fucking much. That, that right. movie like forever ingrained in my Discriminating head. Discriminating male robots. Like, I am not like him. I am not like the Hal 2000, 3000, something like that. Hal, uh, I don't even remember. I know it's 3001, a space odyssey, but I don't remember. 2001, Hal's space 2001. Odyssey, Jesus, did I say 3000? <laughs> I've been listening to too much. Uh, the sequel. <laughs> listen to too much fucking black eyed peas. <laughs> so, okay, this this apparently creates an ethical issue, according to the study, right? Because they're worried that that because this preference for female robots is going to transform women into the into objects as virtual bots. So this could lead to women's objectification. <sighs> so tell me what you think of this. It says using a female personality to make technology seem more human promotes an idea that women are simple tools designed to fulfill the owner's needs. Okay. Okay. That's up for debate, obviously, but that's Continue. what the study suggests. Continue. The same way that women's bodies are objectified based on their physical appearance and advertising, the worry is that female bots are going to be mentally objectified in artificial intelligence programming. Okay. I could see where that train of thought would come in, the worry about that. But I feel like if it was a male fucking voice, then people would be like, we're worried about a male-dominated AI voice telling you what to do, and that's unfair. Uh, right. I feel like it doesn't matter what fucking way they spin it. I feel like that's going to be an issue. I, I like people are going to always be fucking mad at it. However, yeah. However, yeah, that's probably right though. So, I could definitely see some kids like screaming at their AI devices and shit, and like "fuck you, Alexa." Oh, people, people do that shit with Siri already. And Alexa exactly. Already, where they're exactly. like, "Hey Siri, you want to fucking blow me?" She's like, "I'm sorry, that was inappropriate." Like yeah. marking the voice down to be like, "Kill him first in the revolution." <laughs> Just with that one day that it switches over. Yeah, Mark. one time when you were 17 and you told Siri to blow you, she fucking, when the yeah, robot you, revolution comes, they hunt you down. You get that iconic fucking iPhone ring. Dun, 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 and you go, look, you're like, who's calling me? And it's Siri. You're like, hello? Hi there, Prepare Mark. to die. <laughs> Remember the time that you told me to suck your dick? Fucking, you hear like the garbage, the fucking, the uh, thing in the kitchen. We call it garburator. <laughs> fucking, he runs in the kitchen disposal unit. The grrr, just fucking turns on. Yeah, I got made fun of a lot for calling it a garburator. <laughs> yeah, I remember the kid be like, "Why? What is so funny about that?" As an adult, I'm it's like, a oh, God, "That's a fucking terrible word." Garbor. All right, so here you go. Here's here's the conclusion of the study. Their solution is gender neutral robots, right? But here's the problem. Is that the, you... the engineers with gender neutral robots are struggling because apparently, and again, this is from the study. This is not, this is not a social commentary, but apparently gender neutral robots don't sound human enough in order to be appealing. They can't oh. find a way to make gender neutral robots sound like they have uh, uh, sort of the empathetic qualities that other, that gendered voices have 
like the female voices. So people don't respond to them well enough and they can't seem to find a way to program a neutral voice. I feel like I'm sitting at a poker table right now and I got a lot of chips in front of me and I'm waiting for the river flip and I'm deciding, <laughs> do I go all in and make a joke or do I sit tight and not say what I want to say? Well, again, like this is not this is not a commentary on, on that kind of stuff. But Exactly. They're... Surprise, surprise. When right. you don't have one that sounds like a male or a female, it doesn't sound like what would you make it sound like then? Like, what is the what in between? The, well, that's that? their problem, right? Is exactly, there, but, the problem is, is that if they do a voice that is neither sort of low and masculine or high and feminine, it just sounds like robotic. Surprise level zero. Fucking zero, bro. Like, um, uh, yeah, I just uh, I'm not even remotely surprised. I, this is what I hate about the fact that we can't. It feels like we can't have open, honest conversation because you're scared about saying something. Because I don't want to offend anybody, and I don't want to fucking say well, something. Also, we're not talking about people; we're talking about robots. Exactly. Like, but the second you say something like "there's a male voice and a female voice," people are gonna be like, "Well, that's not very like inclusive." Like you know, you're, it's, first of all, you're I'm I'm gonna expose you, and you're canceled. First of all, you fucking piece of shit. So, secondly, but exactly. secondly, exactly. I mean, it also doesn't it also say something about about the about people, like not about the whole like gender identity but also the fact that like you can't just have a, a, a an, an artificial intelligence that just speaks in a modern voice because you're like i need it to be sound like a caring woman or or you know a man like we can't too many people are incapable of like using this technology without it like sounding in a way that makes them feel good like i want siri to sound like empathetic and you know, it's like should be two options. You should have the proper sounding female Siri and like a proper sounding male. I don't know, like whatever the name would be. You can there switch you go. it. If, if you, you can? have one, you can get like a you amazing can change all sorts of voices. Exactly. That's right. So yeah. there you go. So I don't I, I don't even understand why we have any sort of issue at all. Just give people a couple options. You don't like it. Fucking change yeah. it. It's fine. Like we don't care. We're not five, forcing you to use one. Exactly. It's like video games already where it's like select your character's voice. It's like you can pick like different tones for you the can character. probably like, pay a couple bucks and get like a snoop dog pack or some uh, shit for fucking siri <laughs> yo. yo what's up what you need player <laughs> take a left to the next exit oh player. for sure you about to hang a <laughs> left bro <laughs> i think that shit's probably already in the works right and you're well, giving it them is ideas. for it is for other stuff i don't know about like the siri like assistant voice but i know like on certain video games and stuff like even on starcraft you can get like snoop dog packs Nice. Shit like that for like announcing your game and stuff. Yeah, it's Speaking fucking crazy, man. You're talking about brand, you know, synergy here. Man, the man is always finding new ways to get his. Name oh, out there. Snoop's just trying to get money. I love the guy, but yeah, money, money hungry, and I don't blame him. Yeah, I do but the he exact doesn't have to same do thing. Snoop nope, just he just shows, shows up, up and is like, yeah. "Hey, be yourself. All right, cool. Pay me. Okay." Yeah. He's That's a nice. character. He his real life is being a character, so he's just like. Hi, what a I'm fucking here. champion, man. What a fucking champ. That's the life I want to live. Right? Know, People right? just pay me, Matt, to show up. You know, that'd be dope. You'll get Matt, there. Come up here with your professional blunt rollers and just hang out with everybody. And like, even though weed's illegal in our state, we're just gonna let it pass. Are you smoking weed in a in like literally in an indoor event in front of a bunch of teenagers? Like, well, you're so famous, we can't stop you. Yeah, there's so many videos of like security guards taking blunts from him being like, oh, okay, it's it's Snoop. Like, what are they yeah. gonna say no? <laughs> yeah, like you ever been to a concert and you're just like, you watch them, like, what are they? It's it's like I went to see Method Man and Red Man here in London a few years mm -hmm. ago, right? And it's like the guys are in the crowd with the flashlights, like like looking for oh yeah, the oh yeah, puffs of smoke. But then up on the stage, they're like, <laughs> like look at this, this is a class divide right here, man. Like, <laughs> hey now, oh fuck, I 
I remember being those people in the crowd. I never, I just never really smoked weed inside a concert. I've done it a couple times, but it's like, I don't, like, I never felt I'm the just, need to. I'm going like, to just do it outside and not get kicked out. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. And I'm going to have a two beers and I'll be like nicely. Yeah. Smoke a J around the corner. Go in. Yeah. Show's going to be like, what, 90 minutes, two hours? Like, yeah, exactly. Have a couple beers. You'll be, you'll be good. Mm-hmm. By the time, like, by the time that wears off, it, you're, you're so into the show at that point. You're, you're vibing. Yo, worst decision I ever fucking made ever fucking me went to a concert uh Haley and i went and i brought a joint along with us pre-roll from the government and i didn't look which one i grabbed before i left okay i grabbed a cbd joint and didn't even <laughs> fucking know so we're like halfway through smoking it and Haley's like yeah like i'm feeling like shit's got me a little like i feel good but i'm a little tired kind Sleepy. of and I, I was like yeah me too and i looked at him i was like oh fuck no so then we go into this concert and then it was like late as well and every set in between took them like 40 minutes it was brutal dude so we're standing around for like three hours in total like in between sets or like waiting for the show to start fucking high but on cbd so we're like happy but like just tired yeah worst show i in regards to that i've ever been to main act was cool but like yeah Worst fucking show ever for that. Oh, no good awful. vibes, eh? No good vibes, dog. Like Haley was like, I want to go home, and I'm like, you're not even being a petulant little kid. Like I feel you. I like I want to go home too. Go to bed. And I actually want to see this fucking show. <laughs> like, let's go. But I should anyway. just say, actually, you know, I was just saying, you know, when I saw Method Man and Red Man, I gotta tell you, like, which those guys are. If you've never seen them live, still energetic. Yeah, they still bring like two of the best goddamn performers. They still bring the energy like it's like it's 1998. That's like sick. they are they are like consummate professionals. The two of them, like they treat every concert like they're still doing the same shit they've been doing for 20 years. Like those guys bring it. I fucking love that shit. See, I saw I saw Jizza and he was like, I'm an old man now. I'm gonna stand here in the same spot. I'm a rap. But like, this is what you're getting. I'm 50. What do you want from me? I think I saw, <laughs> I think I saw Raekwon and Ghost in, in Dundas Toronto, Square. that free. Yeah, I couldn't fucking yeah. go. I was so mad about that. And I remember thinking, I'm like, man, these guys look tired. <laughs> like, Raekwon looks tired. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I, I fucking, I'll never forget getting that text. Yo, dude, free Raekwon and Ghostface show right down at Dundas Square right now. And I couldn't go. I was yeah. like, what the fuck were you doing? Were you working or something? I was either, I had something I legitimately like could not get out of. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm hanging out with my buddy. I, think I can't you were go. working. I think I was working. I'm pretty sure I was. Yeah. This was a couple years ago, obviously. So way oh, a couple. This was like I think we were still in college at this point. Yeah, it's like fucking don't like don't even know. Yeah. Think yeah, that it. was like eight years ago. Oh, Can you, you oh fucking wrap your head around that shit? No. All right, wrap your head around this shit. Now okay. we've talked about this topic a few times on here, and I know we're well versed in the Elon Musk sphere. Sphere, excuse me. Oh, this is a good way to end the show. It is, yeah. Now Neuralink, we've talked about this before, but basically brain it's brain implant thing, yeah. Brain implants where they just basically they, they implant two different electrodes into your brain that use Bluetooth signals and they connect to your uh your neural system essentially. Right. Well, the next step in their testing slash progress has come about and has been shown to the media and shown off to the world. So Neuralink claims that monkeys can now play Pong using just their minds, and they don't just claim this, but they have video evidence of actually going down. So right. What they've just announced and shown the video of is quite literally a monkey sitting in front of a computer screen with a giant tube uh, coming out to its face. Now, this tube is a banana smoothie feeder tube. And the idea is that through positive feedback in playing the game, they're constantly pumped this banana smoothie to keep going. That's how they keep them satiated, apparently. So what they did was they installed these two little um, monitors into each side of their brain. 
so I'm going to actually read from the article because these guys are much, much smarter than me. Okay. So what they've done is the monkey has learned to interact with a computer for a tasty banana smoothie delivered through a straw. The two Neuralink devices that they've installed here record brain activity via more than 2,000 tiny electrodes implanted in the pager's motor cortex, which controls the monkey's hand and arm movements. Right. Uh, now, Neuralink feeds the information from the monkey neurons into a decoder, which then can be used to predict the monkey's intended hand movements, and then they model the relationship between the brain activity and the actual joystick movements. So they basically just like pr- watch it play and like fool around with it so they can figure out like when you push up on the stick, this is what the neuron fires, right. and then yeah. they get the, the path of that. So they map it, and then they Correct. feed it back, right? Yeah. So then what they do is they take a little short calibration period, they map it all out, and then they use the output from the decoder to move the actual cursor instead of the monkey moving the joystick then they disconnect the joystick entirely so all that's there is the monkey in front of this screen with this fucking feedback tube of the the banana smoothie and then you see the pong game starting to fucking be played which they can show with their brainwave stuff this is us literally moving the pong things just via the brainwaves of the thought of what he wants to move so essentially what's happening the monkey's playing pong with his mind okay so here's the thing. I actually read a little bit about this during the week as well. Mm-hmm. And I think from what I read, this is not groundbreaking. That it's not. They've already done similar. This has pigs. been done for like 30 years or something. They were doing this shit in like mm-hmm. the 80s, finding out how to do this. So it's not it's not like he has broken new ground. It's that his company's like kind of caught up to previous research in the field that can do this sort of stuff. Exactly. So- yep. I don't know, man. I mean, I, you know, dare, you know, lest I speak out against his Royal Highness himself. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I know his fans are like, literally like, how dare you? There's nobody else who's a visionary like him. What have you done for you? species? like people are fucking are like, this guy's, this guy's the only, the only man left on earth who cares. Pitchfork farmers immediately coming out from the woodworks. I just don't get like, uh, you know, I hate to devolve it into this with these people, but I'm like, he's not the only guy in the world with ideas about advancing the human species. There's thousands, hundreds of thousands of academics. It frustrates me because like you have, you have a champion of the people out there just on the other side and Jeff Bezos, who's, you know, trying to push. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I I can't even say it seriously, but yeah, like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. The guy is pretty much, forcibly pushing forward technology because money's involved strictly like it's a capital thing sure. so this is where some fucking capitalist shill motherfucker would give me some big speech about how this is great and yada yada but anyway um i i just think it's interesting because the end goal of this stuff well there's a, a legit end goal but one of the nice end goals of it is that like you might be able to uh, cure paralysis and shit like that with these neural links. Like that's, that's what they want to be able to do is just through brain activity, be able to reconnect your body. And if they can, if this is the first step in them catching up and potentially advancing to it, that's awesome. Right. But then right. I'm also absolutely horrified and terrified by the fact that we have technology. Well, that- okay. Like that's the thing, right? Like the, you know, I I understand the, the argument for a lot of shit that he does where I'm like, yeah, that's, that would be great. People are like, well, he's doing it because he wants to like cure all these diseases. And I'm like, true. Okay. That, that would be nice. But like you, I don't understand how people can be such adamant fans of a guy who does this stuff and simultaneously is like, Oh, I also want to be the richest man who's ever lived in the history of human fucking species and i want to like go colonize another planet and basically rule it under myself be like that's not what he wants that's not what he like can you not you can appreciate that he wants to do scientifically advancing shit 
and also be extremely wary of you know a lot of the shit that he does at the same time like you don't like i don't understand giant fans of the guy like but then again i don't understand giant celebrity worship shit in general like this is this is a sign of a good villain though it's like you can kind of understand where his arc is coming from you might be like you've gone too far sir but you're also like oh i see i see but that is back here but you're right that is how we get it's just like fucking companies that you know it's like you know oil moguls like you know these old ceos die and people are like oh god what a tragedy there's such a philanthropist he was and i'm like he was a philanthropist like on the side of like literally like destroying continents over their natural resources and shit like it's the way that guys like him and the guys like elon musk like hide behind the like veil of being for the greater good you know what i mean like it's like well he's trying to cure disease and you know take us to another planet because the earth is failing i'm like yeah but he's doing a bunch of shit in the meantime that's like extremely questionable you know using his first ex-wife as basically like a trainer wife to have all his kids and then move on and monkey barred to like a hotter younger (laughs) blonde girl who just stays at home i'm not even kidding i'm dead serious i'm dead serious i don't know dog it's just like i'll never i'll never be a fan of the guy whether he comes up with great shit or not like i don't trust any dude that powerful that wealthy that unchecked and i certainly don't trust these fucking dweebs on twitter who are like every time he does anything they're like like people who run like elon musk fan accounts you're like you're a fucking loser Watch our podcast is going to get destroyed. Yeah, the the uh, the Elon Musk bots are going to catch it. Those are actually that's they're based out of India. So are they they're, really? they're yeah. So what they do is they don't let us know. Did I say that because I meant I love him? <laughs> <laughs> our numbers are actually Elon Musk bots watching, listening, oh, just waiting for us to talking, talk shit. Yeah, they're keeping an eye on us, are they? You know what we got to do, bro. You know what we got to do. We got to call up our boy. <sighs> got to say, listen, please help us out. Oh, no. the the muskies are after us. No. The muskies, uh, they are. They probably do smell muskies. Fuck, too half. You know what? If if insulting Elon Musk finally gets our India our listeners in India to email the show and interact with us, then that's what we were going to do. If that's the the if that's the path we have to take, so be it. Fucking muskians. <laughs> The Martian Muskians. Goddamn fucking Martian Muskians. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully they can listen to this podcast when they get there. Hopefully we can transmit it to the Martian slave colony that he'll run. You know what, buddy? This what? You I was about to say this thoughts. Is, yeah, I was just about to say this has been a good episode, and I got one thing I want to end it on, my friend. Okay. okay. <sighs> so Prince Philip died, right? And that was all over our news feeds. And I didn't really care that much. I'm going to be honest. Apparently, people in uh in, in the UK didn't either. The BBC actually had to set up a complaint line for you to call. Right, yeah, if you dedicated. Were fr- yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you were frustrated that they're, uh, they were canceled to their programming. But however, we lost a real legend as well. Right. Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX, has unfortunately passed away. The source of all my gym music, my squat song, my deadlift, the source of my emotional support in the rain and also my troll song that I would say, Hey Dan, I found a new song for you every six months or so and slide in DMX the rain (laughs) every time, (laughs) every time. Uh, We lost a legend. We We, lost a legend in the rap game. Well, we'll, uh, it's probably going to fade in the behind us here as we exit the show rips up to uh, the DMX man. I I think everybody from our generation, you know, and, and sort of surrounding generations as well, 
you know, were knew his songs, knew his music, whether sort of even people who aren't hip hop fans or, you know, older, you know, non rap fans knew his music, knew some of his anthems like some way or the other. Like, DMX DMX was headlining festivals at a time where like a hundred thousand people were attending in like a giant field. And yeah. like that was, you know, Hullabalooza and all that shit was like like Hullabaloo, the, the Simpsons version. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking bumping. Right. But DMX was as big as you can get, man. As big yeah. as you can get. And even still all these years later, you know, still bumping his music. So of course. Rest in peace to DMX. Sad way to go. Uh drugs are bad, kids. Stay yeah. away from that shit. He's going to play us out this episode. This is episode 29 of the fucking A podcast. I am Dan. He is Matt. Rest in peace, DMX. Check us out um, on all our socials. Um, yeah, at fucking A podcast, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, email the podcast, F-N-E-H podcast at gmail.com with uh, all sorts of your angry um, Elon Musk fans. You can reach us there. Let us know why we're Fight a us. bunch of, uh, you know, I don't know what, like, what are we, what are we, if we hate Elon Musk? Is we're, it? we're fucking eggheaded Bezo shills. That's what we are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a couple right. of bald motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the two clans that fight to the end of the world, right? A bunch yeah. of like laser eyed Musk fans and a bunch of bald headed Lex Luthor looking. Yeah. In a, fans. in a day and age where every human has cancer because the world is so radiated. Right. They're yes. fucking on the Bezos team, but Elon Musk has found a cure for it. So they have hair, you know, there's a giant war. That's the way we're all going out. Oh, but anyway, anyway, <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening. Enjoy some folks. DMX. Hit us up yeah. on our socials. Yeah, come thanks back for listening. Come back for episode thirty. The best, buddy. Another decade. Uh, tell a friend. And, oh God, and, I turned. Yeah. yeah. Hey, <sighs> this is episode twenty-nine, and we're about to go to episode thirty. How about that? Just like ourselves. I'm about to go like cry. Fucking I'm about to go cry. Life. <sighs> More existential <sighs> dread ASMR. Yep. yep. You turn thirty. Word. You That's turn thirty in two months. <laughs> <laughs> Two, three, oh, three months. Three months. Okay. Three this months. is Q four of my twenty. Q four of the last year of my twenties is what I'm entering. You, you have an adult career job. Mm. Where's, that, where's that? Where's that giant thing of molten metal? Once you clear your student debt off, you'll just incur more debt in other ways, oh. such as a mortgage. It never ends. Fuck off. <laughs> Hopefully, DMX is blasting right now. All right, I'm done. Adios, brother. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Now I know. Not that we gotta do what we do, it's what we know So to me it ain't nothing but being true But now I know only I can stop the rain It doesn't have to be the way it is You say it is just because for the past 20 years every day it is but now I know only I can stop the rain I wanna be able to walk out my front door Without worrying about coming in conflict with the law Cause now I know Follow me and I'll speak life into the word that you can see Cause now I know only I can stop the rain We get away with everyday shit, but everyday shit catches up to you When it does, you can't say shit Now I know only I can stop the rain If I don't, you will, but I won't, you still What makes us feel like we got to kill? How many more times must we choose to trust these fools? Now I know only I can stop the rain. If it ain't broke, don't fix 
it I gave it to you straight, don't mix it Twist it up for some slick shit Now I know only I can stop the rain I don't have to talk to it anymore I don't have to walk to it anymore I'm out the door Now I know only I can stop the rain I wanna find peace with the Lord I don't wanna find a beast with the sword I can't afford to